0: Portions of this program
1: are pre recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 Pags. And now it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. We've got former DHS Secretary Chad Wolf on the program to talk about the 50 plus illegal aliens that died in the back of a um, a tractor-trailer in the San Antonio area. We're going to talk about that. Why, why did this happen? How are we here? What do we do to fix it? We're also going to talk to Travis Yates. He is a major in the Tulsa Police Department. Plus, we've got this crazy testimony today from the fake January 6th commission, which is not even a legal commission, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the testimony, I mean, it, it'd make you laugh if it weren't so serious. Uh, we've got that for you as well. A lot more getting your way on a Tuesday. Yes. Hi. Aye. The voice of chocolate back today. Carrie, how you doing?
0: I'm all right. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Good to see you. Polo making it happen. Sam in the house. Da-da-da-da-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. Crazy Train Tuesday is how we do. We appreciate you hanging out. So as we did the story yesterday, we had this breaking news about 40-some-odd illegal aliens in the back of a, a tractor trailer who had died, and now it's 50 or more. We're going to get into that story in earnest with uh, with Chad Wolf next hour. But, Carrie, if you don't mind, let's start it out with um, with what we know now. What's the, is, is it 50? Is it 51? It's 51. So I heard 51 somewhere. Yep. Go ahead. What do you have?
0: From Fox News, at least 51 undocumented migrants were found dead in a tractor trailer in San Antonio, Texas, and more than a dozen were hospitalized, authorities said. Two of those taken to a hospital later died, officials said, bringing the total death toll to 48 by Monday night. An updated figure was released Tuesday afternoon. A cruise were at the 9600 block of Quintana Road where an 18 wheeler containing up to 100 migrants inside was found abandoned. Fox San Antonio reported and the discovery is part of what's believed to be a human smuggling operation. This is nothing short of a horrific human tragedy, San Antonio Mayor Ron Nirenberg said Monday night near the location where the tractor trailer was found. Authorities at the scene initially confirmed 46 individuals were found deceased, none of which were children. Officials did not say whether the individuals had migrated from Mexico or elsewhere. At the plight of migrants seeking refuge is always a humanitarian crisis, but tonight we are dealing with a horrific human tragedy, the mayor added. The 16 individuals from the tractor trailer were transported to the hospital, including 12 adults and four children. We hope those responsible for putting these people in such inhumane conditions are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, the mayor said. San Antonio Police Department Chief William McManus said a nearby worker notified authorities about the tractor trailer shortly before 6 p.m. Upon arriving at the scene, officials found dozens of deceased inside the back of the transport vehicle. This is now a federal investigation, McManus said. The police chief also said at least three people were in custody but did not specify the individuals were suspects in the investigation.
1: Appreciate the update. So, 51 people are dead. These are human beings. These are God's children, and they're dead. They're in the country illegally, smuggled, sounds like, by cartels to whoever it is on this side of the border that that picks them up, I guess, cartel people. And they're in the back of a, a tractor trailer in San Antonio where the temperatures are easily over triple digits just about every day in the summertime. And you had at least half of those who were in the back of that trailer dead. They should not have been coming here. They should not have been enticed to come here. They should not have been assisted in coming here. The cartels should not be making profit off of sex trafficking, human trafficking, drug trafficking, and more. None of that should be happening. It's happening because of the administration's policies on the border. If you disincentivize people coming, if you take away the magnets, if you close the border, if you finish the wall, then you stop the ability of drug cartels to take advantage of people. Now I heard that the pediatric unit had some of these uh, some of these victims, so that means that children were involved. And Kerry says, you know, children were transported as well. We don't know what their status is, but you've got 51 dead human beings in the back of a sweltering hot tractor. Um, I don't know how they get across the border. I asked Chad Wolf that next hour because I, I don't think they're driving the tractor trailer across the border. Nobody's checking the back for a hundred people. I don't see I don't see that happening. And yesterday, the investigation was going on. They were using um, you know, sensors that would sense heat, like body temperature, to see if there, there are more people somewhere. So I would imagine we have some sort of infrared or heat-sensing technology at the border. If we don't, we need to get that. But it's more likely, in my opinion, that these people came across the border um, utilizing drug cartels who charge them way more money than they should. And they got across the border, load up into the tractor trailer, and ended up, ended up dying in the back. It's not Okay. The real victim, listen, America is being victimized by um, an invasion across the border of people who are being lied to. But when you got 51 dead people and not a person's talking about this on Twitter. Uvalde, you you had 21, which was disgusting and horrific. And those people should all be alive today. But immediately gun control. Immediately take guns away. Immediately, AR means assault rifle, and immediately everybody's using um, automatic weapons and killing each other in the streets. We have to change the Second Amendment. 51 dead, more than twice those that died in Uvalde, which is already horrific. 51 dead. Nobody talking about fixing the border. Nobody talking about on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on the left, on CNN. CNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, nobody's talking, MSNBC, nobody's talking about this because they're talking about Donald Trump grabbed a steering wheel or something. Immediately, the knee-jerk reaction was, we must change a civil liberty in the Second Amendment because of Uvalde. You got John Cornyn out there putting all of his Republican bona fides on on the line and being called a rhino massively by people now out there talking to Democrats about changing gun laws. And nobody today, as far as I can tell, except Chad Wolf and me, are talking about fixing the border. Joe Biden says it's horrific. Did not say one thing about we've got to pass legislation that will fix the problem at the border. We can't have people coming here and dying. Other than violating our our border laws, It's a violation to come across the border, a violation to be across the border. So they're breaking two laws already. But other than that, these might be good people just looking for a better life for their families. Being lied to by the cartels, being lied to by Joe Biden and his administration, being lied to by the authorities in Mexico or Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, or Brazil, where they happen to be coming from today. And now they're just dead. 51 dead people who were promised a better life. I'm going to go out on a limb and say dead is not better. But nothing. There's radio silence here. Care have you heard any any lawmaker, any legislator, the president, anybody come out and say, we must do something to fix the border today? Mm, not I haven't. today, no. And one would think, as important as it is to save lives, and I don't want these 51 people to be dead today. Well, listen, I don't hate people who come here illegally. I hate the process that lets it happen. I do hate people who are criminals coming across the border, like MS-13 and and cartel members and all that or maybe somebody from China or or Iran who doesn't like us coming across the border maybe Russia but in general those coming from Peru and and uh, again Brazil where a lot of the Haitians came from for some reason and the Northern Triangle and Mexico I mean these people generally think they're they're they literally think they're getting a better life and 51 are now dead. How many others die in the heat of the summer coming across the desert? How many drown in the in the Rio Grande? And yet nothing. You would figure that the the party of love and tolerance and inclusion, the party that loves the open border, and the party that wants to take guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens because somebody might go and do what they did in Uvalde, you would figure they would be out in front of this. 51 innocent souls are dead today. And we, we don't even know... Whether it was a human smuggling operation, according to Nirenberg, who, by the way, across the country, if you don't know, Ron Nirenberg is a horrible mayor. He's a horrible mayor. Horrific. Because the first thing out of his mouth should be, we have to do something to close the border to stop allowing the cartels to trafficking human beings that led to 51 dead. That's what should be said by a leader. We have to do something to disincentivize people from traveling a thousand miles, fifteen hundred miles with their children or somebody else's children and paying off drug cartels where they might die when they get here or on the on the way to getting here. We have to stop that. And to save even one life, we should close that border, build that wall. And then tell people that look, we've got ports of entry here, here, here and here. You go to Laredo, you go to El Paso, you go to fill in the blank. Wherever the port of entry is, go there. Make your case for why you should be able to come here and then you'll safely be able to come here either as a legal resident, as a legal something, and then you can work on your citizenship. But 51 dead people in the back of a truck should mean something to people, even the far left-wing nutjobs like those who are in this administration, like those who are running the city of San Antonio. They should know that they can take action today to say no more Catholic charities showing up and picking up illegal aliens and trucking them around the around the country. No more giving them a free phone and a $600 um, debit card and putting them on a plane wherever they want to go. No more allowing little boys and girls who might not be related to the adults that are bringing them just allow them to continue to be abused because they've got some sort of a, uh, a deal around their wrist that says that they belong to somebody, a, a, some sort of a colored bracelet that says, I'm now this person's property until I pay back the debt. These leaders, these so-called leaders, can do something today, but they'll lie and talk about how compassionate they are. They'll lie and talk about how how horrible this is and and how those who did it should be prosecuted. You know who did it? The Biden administration. You know who did it? Nirenberg having an open city, basically a sanctuary city for those who are here illegally. As as you've got the federal government dropping off thousands of illegals in San Antonio at the airport, I don't want to hear Ron Nirenberg's flapping gums. I don't want to hear his flapping gums. I want that dude to say, you can't use our airport. You can't use our city. We will not be a sanctuary where people could die. We will not be a sanctuary where gang members might be able to come, uh, come across the border and then jump on a plane for free. We're not going to do it. That's what I want to hear out of, a, out of a leader. The guy's not a leader. He's a mealy mouth guy. a human, he's inhumane. We could prosecute. No. How about you close the border? How about you do something to protect life? Why don't you care about the 51 dead illegal aliens, Ron? Why don't you care about the 51 dead illegal aliens, Joe Biden? Why don't you care about that Kamala Harris, the border czar? Mayorkas, the the DHS guy, why don't you care? 51 dead people. We had legislation being talked about with guns in Uvalde the day of. No legislation to fix this, to save lives, to stop people from coming here where they could end up dead in the back of a truck. Makes me crazy makes me crazy. And these idiots listening right now, some, believe me, somebody's reporting to Ron who's afraid of me, who won't come on the show, who lied and said he'd come on three or four years ago. The mayor's a liar in San Antonio. He lied. They're going to report to him, oh, the bad packs really let you have it. And I'm going to be some right-wing nut job hating of the immigrants. Shut up. I'm the product of immigrants. I want people to come here legally and safely. I want people to come here and not be dead in the back of a truck. Is that asking too much, Ron? Joe? Alejandro, Kamala, is it asking too much that people don't die on their journey for a better life? Did they get a better life, did they? As you sit there and you continue your ridiculous policies, that will now incentivize more people to come here and die. Or more people to come here and just live illegally among everybody else. 888 pags 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you. Question of the day is, where's the outrage? Question of the day is, why isn't the left doing what the left does when it comes to taking away freedoms and liberties? When it comes to taking taking away our our civil rights when it comes to guns, or our right to speak out when it comes to speaking against some sort of a, a BLM or an Antifa? The left is very fast to shut down civil liberties when it serves them right. Where's the outrage over fifty-one dead illegal aliens in the back of a of a truck, people who were promised a better life who are now dead? Where's the outrage? Where, where is the knee-jerk reaction, the reflex out of Washington saying, "You know what? We got to fix this now. This isn't okay." Fifty-one people were lied to that they're about to get a better life, and they are now dead. And nothing you know no, what you're hearing out of Washington is how. Former President Trump allegedly grabbed the steering wheel of his limousine and tried to drive to the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, We're supposed to believe that crap. But nobody's talking about this. And I don't want to hear one more thing out of any so-called leader in San Antonio unless what's coming out of your mouth is how you're going to save lives and shore up the border. They just won't do it. They won't do it because they don't want. They think that it's better to have people come here and die in the back of a truck. Uh, We're going to prosecute the people who are responsible. Responsible is the DHS. Arrest Mayorkas. Arrest Kamala Harris, the border czar who's done nothing. That's who's to blame here. uh, You're hearing nothing out of Washington. You're hearing nothing. Biden said, oh, he's really sad. He's saddened by it. I'm saddened by the fact that we have no leadership whatsoever in Washington, D.C., and that is resulting in people believing they're going to get something when they come here that they're not going to get. All they're really doing is they're enriching the cartels and our government, our central government is, is allowing it. And governments in cities like San Antonio are allowing it. But these people should not be able to sleep at night. They should feel so guilty over these people who died in the back of that truck. They, they're not. Oh, we got to prosecute those who did this. Shut up. Do something or shut your face. And seriously, San Antonio, next time you get a chance to vote out this, this dead weight, you got to do it. He's got to go. I'm I, serious. He's out there doing pride stuff. He's out there hosting pride gatherings when we've got a, a porous border that is leading to 50 dead people, human beings that should be alive today. If it weren't for leftist policies from people like Ron Nirenberg and like people like Judge Wolf here in San Antonio as well, people like Kamala Harris, the vice president, Joe Biden, the president, Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary. These people make me sick. Beto O'Rourke would make it even worse. In Texas, Beto, he probably, he's not going to talk about this either. Why would he talk about this? Because he wants to open the border even more. This idiot when he ran for president, thank God he got, had no chance. But this idiot when he ran for president said he was going to tear down the border fence in El Paso where he's from. That's how stupid he is. But you hear nothing from the left today. No, 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 you're going you're gonna to hear from somebody like me. And you should be upset about this as well. This should be the top story on every newscast tonight. And I don't watch the nightly newscast. A, I'm working during during the, the time they're on. And B, I just don't find them to be credible. But if they don't lead with 51 dead people, dead human beings in San Antonio, and they lead with some BS, from the some hearsay from the January 6th fake commission, then you know who they are. You know who they are. It's that simple. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I've, listen, the big news has been going on for about a week or so now. Greta is back. Vet, Greta Van Susteren is up on Newsmax TV. Every weeknight, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, set the DVR. She's on when I'm on. Set the DVR. Set it, because I want you to watch what she's doing. She's taking on big business, big Washington, big media at 6 p.m. Every weeknight, the show is called The Record with with Greta Van Susteren. She's on Newsmax TV exclusively. Greta always gives you the real news. She leads the great night on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt, who's taken on Biden's economic train wreck, and, of course, Eric Bowling, who you know for years now, exposing the woke agenda as well. More than 20 million Americans watch Newsmax. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. It's on all-major cable and streaming platforms. If your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them, demand it. If they won't carry it, switch to a system that has it. You can do that. Download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Tune into Newsmax tonight for Greta Van Susteren. Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling. make the switch and stay with Newsmax. You're going to be glad that you did. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. got about a minute for you, Glenn. Talk to me.
2: Hey, Joe. Top of the day to you. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what's the difference. We can send our troops over to ISIS and take care of them, help that country get it all squared away. But we can't send our troops to Mexico to take care of the cartel. The cartel are the ones that's killing our kids and everything. Why send money to foreign countries that don't even want us anywhere around them? Send the money down south, take care of the borders. Let's take care of the cartel.
1: Get rid of them. Glenn, I hear you, and it seems to be a sensible idea, except Mexico isn't asking for our help. When we send people over to kill ISIS, it's because ISIS is killing everybody in the area, and they had to be eradicated. Mexico needs to say, hey, can you send down some some help? Can you send down some some reinforcements. We've got to take out these cartels now. The fact is, the cartels have a lot of people who make decisions in Mexico in their pockets. A lot of time to talk about this. I want to get your take on what I had to say. I want to get your take on the lack of action out of anybody allegedly in authority. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you being here Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Chad Wolf, one hour from now, he's the former DHS secretary under Donald Trump. He was the acting DHS secretary because they never had confirmation hearings, but he was the guy running the joint. Um, he's also now the American First, uh, America First Policy Institute um, executive director. So we talk about what should happen at the border. We talk about this situation where there are 50 dead human beings, 51 dead human beings, and the left doesn't seem to care much. They're not p- pushing policy change, not pushing any sort of a, uh, a new way of doing business. No, because that would entail them admitting that what they've done at the border has failed miserably. They're saying, you got a call from somebody who's a police officer, I suppose, didn't want to be. And I normally, listen, don't call and tell Sam what you want her to tell me. Because, I mean, that, 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 that would just flood the phone lines. And this is a call and talk show where I'll take your calls on the air. But this person don't want to be identified because he or she is a police officer. What do they have to say?
0: They were saying that um, it's a little absurd that, you know, now all of these, you know, murder investigations are now in the hands of the local police department. And the Biden administration does not help with any of that. So now it's just, you know, they're probably already overwhelmed with everything that's going on. And now they've got this to deal with.
1: Yeah. So basically it's 51 murders. And this is an investigation to 51 people dying, 51 human beings dying. And we know that they were not from here. They're calling them migrants, so that would mean that they were illegally in the country, illegal aliens. That is the purview of the Department of Homeland Security. So I should take it over. DHS should take it over. Mallorca should take it over. I have no idea why they would dump this in the laps of the San Antonio PD. Um, you know, I'm friends with, with uh, Bill McManus, who's the, the chief of police for the San Antonio uh, Antonio PD. I've not talked to him about this, but maybe I'll connect with him later on. We'll see if if he's got some insight as well. It would be ridiculous to think that the feds would not take over this investigation. Obviously, this is something that is in their purview. Thus, the Constitution saying immigration and naturalization falls to the federal government. So I don't know why San Antonio would investigate it. I get it that it happened here, but normally you would expect DHS, FBI, somebody to come in federally and say, we're going to investigate this now because it's in our jurisdiction. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. And if you missed my my monologue, my rant earlier, just sickened by how the left in this country, whether it be the media, social media, um, big government, small government, whatever, the left in this country does not seem to think this is a very big story. And I didn't watch the nightly news as they all started about seven or eight minutes ago. But I bet you that they started with the January 6th thing. I, I would be startled if they started with 51 dead people in San Antonio in the back of a, of a big rig. I'd be stunned. This is certainly not trending anywhere. This is certainly not the top of anybody's mind when it comes to social media. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't talk about this because you'd have to admit that what they've done with the border has made it exponentially worse. They go to the phone lines. I appreciate you waiting. Gene. what's going on in Minnesota? Hi.
2: Hi, Joe. Love your show. Thank you. You know, I just want to give you my two cents on on my thoughts on why they're not taking any action at the border, and then I'm going to hang up and listen. Uh, But I truly believe that Washington is not going to do a darn thing, because if they do, that's going to be admitting that Donald Trump was right on his thoughts on the border and what should be done, and they're never going to admit to that. They're going to do everything but admit to that. And I'll just hang up and listen to what you have to say.
1: Gene, I appreciate you. You know, it's a very good point. Um, And I actually talked to Chad Wolf about this next hour. Make sure you stick around for that interview because this just does seem to be we're not going to take the action that would fix this because it would somehow make Donald Trump look right. We can't take the action that would fix the gas prices because somehow that would make Donald Trump look right. We can't fix the border. Somehow that would make Donald Trump look right. We can't do the Keystone XL. It would make. Donald Trump look right. We can't lower regulations and entice business to come back to America because that would make Donald Trump look right. Or they want a globalist policy where there are no borders. There is no United States of America. There is no Canada. There is no Mexico. It's just all one big thing. All one big North America. In fact, it's it's one big North, Central, and South America. In fact, it's just one big globe and some idiot at the Hague, maybe George Soros, maybe the WEF, will make the decisions about what our laws should be. Of course, that would be ridiculous. And listen, these people are pretty good with the spin. Why not go back to the policies under Trump? And like somebody said yesterday or the day before, take your own credit for it. The left will believe you. The right will not believe you. But take, take your own credit for it. I don't care who does it. I just care that the border gets fixed. I don't care who does it. I just care that gas prices are lowered. I don't care who does it. I just want people to understand that Ivermectin works. This isn't about credit or getting patted on the back. Listen, I understand that you want credit for your own idea. This is not your idea. You'd have to go back to Trump's idea. Pretend it's your idea, though. I don't care if mealy-mouthed Ron Nirenberg in San Antonio says, yeah, let's let's close the border. Here's how we do it. Let's build the wall. Let's add more technology, and let's support Border Patrol. And he can pretend it's his idea, even though Trump did it. I don't care. I don't care who gets the the political pat in the back, as long as 51 people aren't going to die in the back of a trailer as long as we don't have people coming across the border that we know have been sex trafficked or are trafficking drugs or they're being human trafficked. It would actually be pretty simple. Sounds complicated, but we know it worked under Trump. We know it worked. Stay in Mexico. The Mexican president was actually working with us. The The Northern Tier, the Northern Triangle countries were all working with us or else they don't get the funding. We're sending billions of dollars down to Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. Billions. What are they doing with it? They're still sending their people here. It doesn't make any sense. It's supposed to be, shh, a bribe, so that people don't come here anymore. But they're still coming. And some of them, to the tune of 51 just yesterday, are dying. You go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Calvin, what's going on in Las Vegas? Hello, sir. You're a true American. Thank you. Uh, My solution is this. I'll make it quick.
2: We're going to escort all the prisoners from all the jails with the military down to the Rio Grande. They're going to dig the Rio Grande all the way to San Diego, two miles wide. We're going to fill it with piranhas and crocodiles and jellyfish. Then every 10 feet in a grid fashion, we're going to have these poles that barely stick out of the water. The, trips, the tips are going to be razor sharp for the rafts. The only way they can get them is a parachute in. And God help them if they miss.
1: Thank you. Hi Calvin, thanks. Calvin wants to make it um, piranhas and alligators and crocodiles and, and razor wire in the water. I think you can do that if you first warn everybody that you're going to do that. I don't want to just maim and kill people as they try to get here. Um, but, but dissuade them by saying, look, you, you can't come through this waterway anymore. And short of doing all that, which is not going to happen, it's fantasy. You know, maybe we put people with guns who are willing to use them. And put up signs. We will shoot you if you come here. Or better yet, instead of having to put the onus on the people shooting somebody coming across, just finish the damn wall. Finish it. And I don't want to, listen, I don't want to hear your BS excuse. If you build a 12-foot wall, they'll use 13-foot ladders. Because guess what? That's bunk. Literally, people in the areas that there's a high wall are climbing the wall, falling down and breaking their bones. And the liberals in this country want us to feel bad for people trying to scale a wall that they clearly see is in the way. One or two people fall out, fall off the wall, break a bone or two, and other people are going to say, I'm not going to try that. Why would I want to break my back or my break my, my skull? Why would I want to try that? I'm not going to do that. Let's try to go the, the legal way. Because again, let me say it again. I'm cool with legal immigration. Come on over. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you're bringing with you. Apply for some sort of residency or a visa for a temporary time. And then apply for citizenship once you get here. Why is that Something Because, again, keep in mind, I'm a conservative guy. That doesn't mean I'm against immigration. Were it not for immigration, I wouldn't exist. And most of you wouldn't exist either. Back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to line five. Jeff San Antonio. Talk to me, Jeff.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I'm a frequent flyer. In and out of San Antonio once, twice a week. You can go into the San Antonio airport right now, whatever time it is, 543, you'll see 300 people hanging out upstairs by the arriving flights over in the corner that they've made for all the illegals. Where they're handling them, they've got they've got a table set up, they've got every single thing that they need, and there's not an empty seat flying out of San Antonio, and that's 24-7. I actually sent a video to your email that I took – I think it was Tuesday of last week, and it was so amazing. Upstairs, they've got them lined up. They've got probably 100 people that they're about to shuffle off to a plane. I go down to get my bags, and you've got about 300 Lackland trainees. And you're wondering, what are these people fighting for at this point? Last question I have for you, and maybe you can get an answer because I can't. Are all these people able to pass e-verify to where they can get a job working for a company that has 100 employees or more no if they can't what are we doing it's it's just insane and there's only one way to stop it and you got to put the alligators on the potomac that's that's where that's all happening
1: jeff i appreciate you i don't remember getting a video from you but um the answer is no they can't qualify for e-verify they also um aren't being covid tested they're being handed phones they're being given a card with some money on it. They're all being given food, some fresh clothes, and then a free plane ticket. Um, my family is flying around this summer. Nobody's given us free plane tickets. But then again, why would they? We're the evil ones. We're the Americans. Um, the good people are the ones trying to come here for a better life. Forget that it, that it affects the lives that we're all working for already here. Whether you came here you know, as an immigrant and you're now here legally or you were born here, doesn't matter what our, our hopes and dreams are, what our future looks like. No, no, we have to put the illegal immigrant first, and I don't know why. Nobody's explained to me why they take precedent, but they do. Don't worry about their health. Don't worry about staying in Mexico. Don't worry about COVID. Don't worry about E-Verify. Don't worry about if they're a member of a gang or if they're sex traffickers. None of that matters. What matters is that we put them at the front of the line. And that's why Americans have a problem, especially Americans of Hispanic background. Have a conversation with somebody who's Hispanic in America who's had enough of illegal immigrants passing them in line. It's an interesting conversation. In fact, we had that conversation with, with Mata Flores, what, a week and a half ago, the brand-new U.S. representative out of Texas. 888 pags 888 7247 JoePags.com. Coming right back.
0: You're listening to Joe Pags.
1: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to the Joe Pag show. It'll be Chad Wolf next hour, the former DHS secretary. We talk about the 51 um, dead migrants. Now, uh, Carrie, any thoughts as a journalist about how this is being covered nationally? Uh, Have you noticed anything?
0: Um, Honestly, I've been wrapped up in what we're doing. And of course, we're covering it. We're all over it is definitely the top story. I don't know what they're doing nationally. Oh, I take that back. because I was watching Good Morning America today. It happened to be on. And I believe that was their first story was about the uh, immigrants that they found in the 18 Miller. I believe that was your first if, story. If
1: it was, it should have been, then they did it right. Um, I, and again, for those who don't know, my flagship, uh, our flagship is San Antonio, W-O-I in San Antonio, a great news station, Heritage News Station, and Carrie is, is out there getting it done all day, so I knew that you'd be covering it first. But I just got reports from people in my chat room, and they said, all I can do is take what they're saying. They flipped around and watched the nightly news, ABC it was 14 or 15 minutes in and it was a quick mention of it. I think they interviewed McManus and on NBC, it was the fourth story that, as I predicted Trump grabbing the steering wheel was number one, the January 6th committee uh, commission abortion was number two. Some other story was number three. This is four stories in now. Now let me ask you something. When Uvalde happened tragic, I, I hate that it happened. Horrific. 21 innocent people died here. You had 51 innocent people died yesterday. But 21 innocent people died in Uvalde. That was the top story in every network for how long? A week?
0: At least, yes.
1: It's, it's still being mentioned a month later. Yeah. So the fact that 51 people died in the back of this trailer, that doesn't matter because they died due to the policies of the guy they want to be president. Now, let me ask you this because this was brought up on Twitter. I thought it was an interesting question. I'll ask you this as a journalist. What if those 51 illegal aliens yesterday were shot? How do you think they'd handle it news-wise?
0: Oh, they'd be all over it. Absolutely.
1: Anderson Cooper would be doing his freaking show from, from the southwest side of San Antonio. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Without a doubt. Every network would be here, and now we've got to get rid of the Second Amendment rights that people have. Because this doesn't fit the narrative. These 51 people are just as important to their loved ones as the 21 that died And Uvalde. I wish they were all alive today. I hate that there's so many people are dead. Uh, in in such a short amount of time in the same geographic area. Yuvaldi's not that far from San Antonio. I hate that these innocent people are dead. But what if they died because, uh, because, again, you got 110,000 people a year die of poisoning or overdose from fentanyl coming across the border. 110,000 Americans die every year and you barely ever hear about it. That's a crazy number. But... If people are dying well because of guns, forget about it. We got we have a conversation about that. But we, we are making more to January sixth, where one person died at the hands of a police officer at the Capitol, Ashley Babbitt. One person died there. We're still talking about that year and a half later. We had seventy one we we have, have seventy two people who died in the San Antonio vicinity in the past month that could have been avoided, could have been stopped. We're focused on January sixth is more important. Than 51 people dying yesterday in San Antonio. I want you to understand that. On a national level, that's what they want you to think. Makes you crazy. 888 941 pags 888 88-941-7247-joepags.com. Let me remind you about Super Beats. Superbeats are great. Been telling you about them for a long time. Listen, they give you energy you need no matter how crazy your schedule gets. Here's another Super Beats customer review backing me up. Don't wait as long as I did, says this consumer to try Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a delicious treat, no weird aftertaste, a convenient way to take healthy supplements. This person says, I was skeptical. Now I'm a believer. See for yourself. Try them. Why wouldn't you? We're saving you a bunch of money as it is on the on this great product. We're telling you about energy that doesn't use caffeine. It's not some energy drink. It's not you know some sugary drink or sugary candy that'll give you a high high and then a low low. This is something going to give you steady energy throughout your day. Non GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract taste delicious. You take them with you, too. Super Beats heart chews. I want you to try them out. In fact, we made it easy for you to get started. Got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at joelovesbeets.com. Hurry up. Is their best offer available anywhere? That's joelovesbeets.com. Up to 45% off joelovesbeets.com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Again, keep in mind, I I can't watch the nightly news because I'm I'm working. So I'm taking the word of the people in my chat room. They switched around, they say, and put on these newscasts. But but you know that they all led with the January 6th committee. They all led with hearsay, by the way. This woman says she was told by somebody else that former President Trump did something. We'll outline what that something is after the top of the hour. But first, let me go to Greg, who's in Texas. Greg, what's going on? I appreciate you.
2: Hey, Joe. Uh, Thanks for all you do, man. You're a rock star. You,
1: You bet. Thank you.
2: Hey, I'm driving to Dallas, listening to you guys. And uh, I just I told Carrie I said, you know what? I think what we should do because of this, and this is going to sound terrible, but I feel terrible that these people died. But, you know, the 18-wheeler killed them. OK, so maybe we should outlaw 18-wheelers because nice. it wasn't the drivers that killed them or the people behind the guns that killed people. It was the 18-wheeler. So maybe we should outlaw. you know, and I'm driving by 50 18-wheelers in the last 10 minutes. So maybe we
1: should just outlaw 18-wheelers. I'm I'm surprised you're still alive. You drove by that many 18-wheelers and you're still alive? That's crazy, Greg. Uh, Greg makes an incredible point. Of course, he's being tongue-in-cheek. Of course, he's being funny about it. But let's think about what he just said. Because every time somebody dies at the hands of a shooter, it's the gun. The gun did it. For some reason, a drunk driver is the driver who did it. For some reason, um, when it comes to dead illegals in the back of a trailer... The driver of the trailer did it, or a drug cartel did it. It's not the tool. It's always the tool when it comes to a gun, though. And really ponder that question I asked a little while ago. What if these 51 who tragically died yesterday were all shot at the mall? That'd make the story a little bit different, wouldn't it? But this, that, nothing to see here. Keep it here. Coming back.
0: This is the Joe Pagg Show.